welcome. Happy New Year, everyone. I cannot believe it is 2023, season four of PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, Clear Prop TV, and Paratalk.org. This is going to be an amazing year. So much is going on this year. I cannot wait to share all the fun stuff, but it's not about that right now. Let's quickly, before seven o'clock rolls around, say hi to everybody on the panel. Let's first start off with, with Jim from Canada. You see that little QR code? If you scan that, um, I think that uh, PPG Grandpa is worth 10%. How's that work, Jim? That's correct. 10% off with using PPG Grandpa as a code. So tell us a little bit about your company and you are our official sponsor. Cool. I got a printing company and you can get anything you need printed at my company. Simply contact me and we'll get it done for you. Awesome. So what are some of the cool things that we can do if we want to get printed? Stickers. Um, in Canada, they call them decals, but over here in the States, we call them decals. decals. I know. I love it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Printing calendars, pretty much anything that you want except for money. That is correct. We stay away from money Darn. and uh, nudie things. Oh, <laughs> can't get my nudie calendar? No, <laughs> just no. Ruin it completely. Especially if it's of you, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dang it. I'm oh. sure you would help Steve Minty out. Oh my goodness. So what is your website name and uh, how do we get there? Airpp.com is the way to get there. And if you want to check out my YouTube channel, it's careppg.com. Excellent. So make sure you go over to carepp.com and you can get some awesome things made, whatever you want to, customize if you want to. And our calendar still haven't made it here, Jim. So I guess the post, the Canadian post is kind of slow. Plus we've had all sorts of crazy weather over here. So hopefully it gets here soon so we can start sending them out to all the people that bought them and won a calendar. So thank you for being our official sponsor. Uh, go over to carepp.com. And don't forget, use PPG Grandpa as your uh, code to get 10% off. We also got Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. I love your background, man. Happy New Year, bud. Yeah, thank you. I want to keep the Christmas tree up all year just to, just to bug people. It doesn't bother me. I, I, I don't care. You're more than welcome to whatever you want to do. It should be it Christmas be nice, every though. day. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, I used to I used to think that, but as commercial as things have gotten, I'm not so sure. But it'd be nice yeah. to keep the Christmas spirit going all year long. Uh, people seem yeah, nicer. Hey, it was 72 degrees today. Yes, over here too. It was the state of North Carolina. Isn't that nice? And yeah, I actually yeah. got to fly yesterday in uh man, it was a much needed flight. It's like two times in like a month and a half. <laughs> that I've been able to fly. We're motivated enough to get up in the cold. So. Um, anything on your new, what is it, paramotortips.com or something like that? Have you? No, not, nothing new on that, but a new tips video is dropping next week. And then the week after, I think another one will be dropping. So yeah, stay tuned. Should be so a good one. So where do we need to go and how do we uh, get there and click that uh, subscribe and that bell notification? Yeah, you can uh, go to YouTube, just search for Will Fly or uh, willflyppg.com. We'll take you there too. 
Excelente. Happy New Year. And we also got Michael Crotchet in the background there munching on something. What's up, buddy? Oh, what's up? Kung Pao noodles. Uh, oh, Kung yeah. Pao noodles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I had a couple flyable days. I had the daughter with me, though, so I was just really trying to spend time with her since I only had her for about two weeks. Just took her back this evening and got stuck in traffic for 40 minutes, so that was great. So, yeah, I mean, I, I should have wanted to get some flying in there's totally weather was like 60 68 degrees we get 73 over here one That's day awesome but, yeah it's starting yeah. Out to be a good new year think yeah if it's, uh, this weekend it's going back to winter we had like fall it seemed like but uh trying to re- trying to get my harness off and put my new uh quick release on and uh i got the carabiner off now it's just trying to get it back on it's like it's this little lip it's just caught on it and I know I can get it. It's just, you know, small stuff gets me a little annoyed. I got to step away, come back, try it again. Well, thank you for being here and being in the background and uh, munching. So if you're going to be doing too much munching, hit that mute button. Okay. <laughs> also Sorry, hears, I didn't realize. Hears, I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize how bad, how great my AirPods are. I didn't realize. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Sorry, I just got home. was like throwing it down, trying to get it going before the show started. It's my bad. Well, Happy New Year. Glad you're here. We also got Linda Anderson, our PR girl with the new webcam. You're on mute, so unmute yourself if you want to say hey. hi. And there you go. Where's your pom-poms? There we go, everybody. <laughs> welcome, welcome. It's Monday night, and it's the only place to be on Monday night is right here with Clear Prop TV Paramotor Podcast. And uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome, chatters and my pa- panel. Thank you so much. I love hanging with you guys every Monday, and uh, it's going to be a great show. We got Scuba Steve in the house. He's the the guest, yes, the awesomest guest of the night. So <laughs> we're going to have yeah, a yeah. lot of fun. We're going to so y'all just sit show, back, yeah. grab your snacks, and enjoy. No, I thought you said I was the awesomest guest when I was on. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody that comes on becomes awesome. Is come oh, on, you Lord, know how that here works. we go. Um, we also so saw, jealous. No, I'm okay. Oh. We also saw Wade in the backgrounds. Uh, so welcome, Wade. Glad you're here. Happy New Year. But once again, it's not about me, PPG Grandpa. It's not about the panel. It's not about this is season four already. Holy smokes. Tonight is all about Scuba Steve. And let me tell you something. He let us know that something happened, but he didn't tell us on the pre-show. So whatever he says, it's going to be a surprise to all of us. Scuba Steve, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, welcome, welcome. Yes, uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, man. Good yeah, to see you. Today was, I made one of the biggest mistakes uh, I've ever made in paramotoring, even though I haven't been doing it that long. It blew my mind after I realized it happened because it was kind of funny because nobody got hurt, nothing got damaged. But um, yeah, uh, it was 64 degrees today and perfect temperature, you know, really nice outside. The only place to fly near me is Inview Plantation. So I decided today that I was going to build my car carrier out a little more to hold my paramotor. So I got everything marked out and I just need to go to Home Depot to get some wood screws and stuff. So I left to go to Home Depot. Oh no, is this where it's really going? Am, am, am I no, no. no. Oh, okay. I'm totally going to turn. 
Okay. Um, so I went to go to Home Depot and then I thought, you know what? I'm going to go by Envy Plantation and just happen to see if my buddy happens to be up there. So I turned and I went to Envy Plantation and lo and behold, he was there flying. So I watched him take off. And he said that the, well, he went up the first time, then he went up the second time and he said the air had gotten a lot smoother. Now, all this happened between three, all the way up to about 3 p.m. And it's, you know, the sun sets at five here. So I said, I'm going to run home and get my gear. And I only live like two, three miles from there. So I drove back home, grabbed my helmet, grabbed my parachute, my paramotor, strapped it all down, got back up to the park. Realized I left my GoPro at home. I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to be recording it. So <clears throat> he said he was done. He was tired. Fine, whatever. After he he botched his landing, which, um, I mean, he's, he's doing his best. He, he'll get it. But I laid my wing out, made sure my A's were clear, brakes, everything was clear, clipped in, already, already um, got my motor warmed up, clipped in. Um, check my roads, made sure my roads were clear. My brakes were clear, reached around, grabbed my A's. And then I walked forward to make sure the lines tighten up at the same time to make sure I was in the middle of the wing, took a couple steps back and I hit it. I took off running. The wing came up beautiful, beautiful. Let go of my A's and pulled and there was nothing in my hands. Didn't have my damn brakes in my hands. <laughs> I, I that's that. That's what I was like. Are you freaking kidding me? I just did all this with no brakes. I and I literally did the motion to to stop the wing. There was nothing in my hands. <laughs> what the hell am I doing? Yeah, I I felt so embarrassed when I did that. I was like, Are you kidding me? I did not even put my brakes in my hands. <laughs> did you take Did you take off? No. With what? I didn't. I couldn't even reach <laughs> my brakes at that point. The wing fell back down. Oh. Then I tried to go again, this time with my brakes, but that time there was like literally no wind and I only got the wing up to about 10 o'clock and I was just beat. It came back down because I've been working on the freaking thing all day. So I was tired. I couldn't get it up there and it was already almost sunset and that park, if you're not out of there by sunset, they lock the gate and you can't get out. So I gave up. I, you know, I, I was like, well. I mean, one mistake is not enough to just call off the whole thing, but I, I felt bad that I didn't even have brakes in my because it was, it was the perfect wing inflation. It was perfect. You probably, Let go of the A's you, and nothing. You probably could have just mashed it and gone then. Uh, you may be, but I would have had yeah. to find the brakes really quick because I'm looking for them, and I'm like, where's the brakes? <laughs> All right, Steve, uh, real quick. Everybody in the Super Chat, if you've done this, say that you've done this. On the panel, who has done this before? Raise your hand. <laughs> well, I'll say, I, I went to find, <laughs> I couldn't find mine, and I went to go land Will one, have. so I landed with one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I threw my break away once. I See, I've wrong. done that. I've done. I have not done both of them at the same time. I've done that many times with uh, I've lo where I've lost one break and a lot of times i'll just reach up and grab it and keep going hopefully no one's watching but i've also I, tried to launch without my throttle in my hand that, oh wow that's, that's, that's more difficult. difficult 
That's yeah, that's it was. Yeah, it was. It's, it's, it's when it wasn't a foot pedal. So I, I mean, I, I had to abort the launch. I, so. <laughs> I think that's what threw me off because the throttle is strapped around your hand. So I, it felt like the brake was there, but when I went to go down, there was nothing. <laughs> what am I doing? Were you wearing no, gloves? No, I, I did, was not wearing gloves. Was not wearing gloves. I could understand if I had gloves on because, you know, you really can't feel as good, but I didn't have gloves on at all. I'm, I'm I had gonna, them in my pouch, but I was going to wear them after I got up. I'm I'm going to elaborate a little bit on me not having the brakes in my hands. I did it on purpose to see if I could launch without brakes in my hands. And uh, if you trust the thrust, you lean back and gun it. No problem. You can get in the air. Mm. Yeah. Nick, I was were, but I mean, that's you, uh, knowing that you don't have it in your hands. So right. knowing where it is too. So um, it, it is possible. For the uh, longest time I was taught to kite without, without brakes. So I had to learn how to bring that wing up before without having brakes. So it's, it's something you can do and stay under it. Exactly. Yep. Oh, I was there. I mean, and I was still going forward with it, but I was like, where's my, I couldn't see my brakes. I don't know why I'm looking for them, but that wing has two hook points for the brakes, one low and one high. And I don't know if I was looking too high and they were down low or what, but yeah, I eventually just let the wing come back down. Cause I just, I was so embarrassed that I didn't have my brakes in my hand. And and it's got a little bit about, you know, complacency. I think, you know, you think, oh, you've done it. You know, you're you're doing everything right. But it's been since September since I've flown. So it's just something I totally overlooked, I guess, when I was when I was making sure I was all the roads and everything. I'm like, I even checked the brakes to make sure they were clear and put them right back on the freaking hanger. Didn't even grab the brakes, just went around, grabbed the A's and took and ran for it yeah i've so, taken a i've had one wrapped around the risers on takeoff and i went to go put like pressure on the thing i was like oh, really yeah. Tough. oh yeah and i was like something's wrong i didn't want to keep pulling it because you know i could have stalled that side or something could have went potentially worse so i just kept mm-hmm. doing i think i just kept doing to the right because my left one was was caught so i just kept going to the right until i got back around to land because i was trying to fix it in there but i'm like nah, i just right, screw that i was still pretty new so Oh, yeah, I've had that happen a couple times because usually when I'm doing reverse takeoff because you you check everything's all right and then I put the brakes back wrong and then I actually grab it and then it loops around. But oh. so I I hate doing reverses, but oh I love reverse. <laughs> but yeah, check. Uh, me. I always check every time since that happened. I'm like their brakes are clear to pulley and they're not wrapped. Yes, just make sure. Oh, my brakes were clear to the pulley. They just weren't in my hand. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. but, I, but I am glad. I am glad that you do check to make sure that they are free and clear to pulley. I yeah. mean, that, that is a very important step. Um, you said it's been since September. Yes. Were you kind of rushed on your takeoff? That has a lot to do with it. Um, like I said, uh, it was already after three and he just finished flying so i guess it was almost four and it, it sunsets at five so i'm like i rushed home to go get my gear strapped everything down ran up there as quick as i could and tried to hurry up and set everything up get my wing laid out warm my motor up 
check all my lines and I did I was I think that's one of the reasons why I was just so rushed to try and get it done before sunset and my mother always told me if in doubt do without I think you did the right thing you if you're if you get thrown off put the wing down and don't go don't get yourself in more trouble right right luckily at that point I hadn't really got into the throttle I mean, I, I when the wing came up and I let off the A's, I just started to hit the throttle when I, at the same time, I was pulling imaginary brakes. And then I looked and I'm like, there's nothing in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so I let right back off the throttle and killed the motor. So when the wing come down, I wasn't going to get any, you know, lines caught in the prop. Right. So question, was they, was they stowed or was they dangling? They were stowed. Okay. <laughs> That's why I could, if they were dangling, I, well, I don't know. You know what? That's a good question. I and don't remember the, because once it fell, I was just so embarrassed. I, I wanted to unclip and go rest. It's not, in, <laughs> it's not the embarrassing thing. Will, can you look back at the super chat and see how many people answer the question about uh, taking or trying to take off or dropping a sure. break? Yeah, I've seen Just Want to Fly, I think, commented on a on something as well it, is will frozen no oh no. okay he's just really still really still he's got a he's got a photo yeah, shoot going on in the not necessary <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i had to check myself make sure i wasn't frozen let's see uh someone said something uh tory pope says never and let's see John Wayne says, everyone does that. Words of wisdom, everyone does that. That's true. Yes. Well, Linda, you haven't done it yet. But um, Mad Sloper says he hasn't yet. Right. There's hope for you, Mad Sloper. Let's see. That's the thing. I think it's, do I have T-Rex arms? No, I don't have T-Rex arms. I got really long arms. That's probably the problem. But yeah, I, I just, so you're the long arm of the law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. James said something and it kind of, I can relate to it. Anytime something has gone wrong and whether it's a launch, a landing, whatever, I try to step back and look at the last three things I did, you know, to see if there was a pattern. And usually it involves something that I was either frustrated, I was rushed, something kind of took me out of my zone. And and uh, it gave me the results of what happens <laughs> when I'm out of my zone. So yeah, uh, James said, "Was something on his mind, or was were you being watched?" I have to cut everything else out when I'm getting ready, so I focus on what I'm doing. Okay, I can There's answer truth. that. There's there was um, John brought his mother and father; they were watching. And my significant other was watching. So there was three people watching, plus another guy that pulled off the side of the road and was filming with his iPhone. I tried to block that out. Um, the other thing that happened here recently, which doesn't have anything to do with anything, I got like a brand new $2,500 laptop that has walked out of the house somehow. So that's been wow. plaguing my mind like you would not believe. Yeah. I, I, that's yeah. sucks, man. I, I don't want to say the the word I'm thinking, but yeah, I hate, I hate to say it if that was it. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I mean that hopefully one. You, hopefully, you'll find it underneath the cushion or something. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, I mean well, that maybe that'll happen. I'm hoping that'll happen. 
it still but, bothers yeah, me to this day if there's people that are not flying standing around watching me. Uh, yeah, it bothers you. I I literally <clears throat> blocked that completely out, but the the rushing thing I think is what got me. I was trying to hurry up and get in the air, and I should have took more time. I mean, doing all this the appropriate stuff pre-flight my motor and everything that that was fine. But when I was clipped in, I was just ready to go, and I di I didn't I didn't put the brakes in my hand. Sucks. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been rushed before, not to the sense where I thought I was being rushed, but I was out in the field one day. The homeowner come by, basically telling me it's deer hunt season, and he kind of shut me down. Got a phone call from my mother right after that. Hung up the phone. I had it all set up for music. Then I got a phone call from my daughter right after that. And so, you know, I probably 10, 15 minutes, I had this gear in the field and got this, all this stuff going on. And I get, and, you know, I get into the wing and hook clip in and get ready to take off. And the winds had changed on me pretty, pretty significantly. And I pretty much was just did a failed launch. I didn't have a brake issue, like you're saying, but it, it, yeah. it happens. I'm like, what did I, and I try to do what Will does and, you know, step back and think what, what, what made me do something different or what, what could I have done differently there or what caused when, when everybody gets to this to point and they mess up, do you guys have that three um, try rule and you pack it up? I do. Uh, I used to, uh, but I had a Sometimes small. Sometimes it's two. I might go four if it was something stupid on one of the tries, but if I do three and it's all my fault, which it, usually it is all your fault anyway, but uh, yeah, I'll just pack it up. I don't think about the who had the remember we asked the chat uh, the chatters how many times what's the maximum number of times and uh, you tried to launch mine was six uh, but I'll never six. do that again wow. yeah I think, I think I had about I think about seven seven times but I had a small field in the beginning and I just started reaching out to people asking if I could use their fields around me and got a bigger field and it solved that problem because there was so much room to take it was like less than an acre. And then it was Hayfield. So it was, that was it. Yeah, the most failed launches I've had is three. And I, after that, I, because I knew that it was just too much, the situation, the location, all that stuff, I, I just shut it down. But I, if I was in a perfect location and I couldn't figure out why I was launching like that, I don't know. I think I'd probably continue until I got the wing up properly, at least, and figured it all out because I wouldn't want to put everything away in a mess. I'm, I'm usually I'm usually a one time and go type of person. So if I fail a launch, it's like, OK, something's weird. No problem. I'll try it again. If I fail that again, it's like, OK, something is really going on. And I'll go and really check everything out. And if I fail that third one. I pack up because something is wrong and it may not be my equipment. It may be my noggin. So um, I got a three-time rule, and I have only used that like twice in my entire flying history. And um, I don't know why, because the next day I'd go out, the same gear, I'd look at everything, it looked fine, and I would launch on the first one again. So I think it's my noggin. So. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, I usually get off the very, get off the ground the very first time, and I'm, I'm gone. Like, I'd. Uh, maybe three or four times I've not launched the very first time. And I, so this time that I had three, I was just like, yep, <laughs> we're done. 
That's what makes me mad. If I would have, if I would have had the brakes in my hand the first time, I would have been right in the air because the wing was beautiful. It was perfect. But then the second time, I didn't get the wing up high enough. So it's like, man, if I could swap those, I've been in the air. <laughs> that second time, did you not hold on to the A's long enough? You think? No, I had the A's long enough. Um, the the wind completely died at that point. I'd at the first launch, I had maybe a three mile an hour wind. So it kind of helped me a little bit get it up. Um, but by the second one, I was just wore out. I was trying to pull and I didn't get enough speed. So it only got about 10 o'clock. And then I felt the wing pull me back. And then at that point, I knew it was down. So I just let it go. Hey, Will, there's uh, questions in the Super Chat. Hey, mostly uh, yeah, uh, comments. But... Um... Lift Paramotor Austin says his tip of the night is if you don't take your time to set up, setting up again will take your time. That's yeah. very good. Very good. And I do. I, I, I just, uh, I lay things out. I set things up and, there, and if I'm rushing, then I'm just setting myself, <laughs> setting myself up for a bad experience. Brian Franz says he's still breathing and still making mistakes, and he hopes to be making mistakes for a long time. John Wayne, he says it happens when you're in a hurry uh, or someone interrupts. It does. So if someone interrupts you while you're setting up, it's a good idea to start over. You know, step one, two, three, whatever. I've got a certain count that I do, and if someone interrupts me in the middle of that count, I start back at one. Um, that's that happens a lot where there's not a lot of people that fly where i'm at apparently i guess north carolina you know there's pbg guys all over the place but up here in virginia you rarely see somebody on a paramotor in the sky so when they see that they all pull in where we're at and they have to videotape it and take pictures and ask questions and it just throws you off a lot, especially, you know, don't if you're in the air, no big deal. But. Don't be afraid to tell them that, you know, you have to do a pre-check and you have to be quiet, you know, while you do the pre-check. Um, don't okay. be afraid to, to say that. I've said it to many spectators in the past, um, it, 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 students too, as I tell the students, like, look, um, this is how you do it. Now I'm going to do it for real. If you guys step back, I got to do it all in my head and make sure that I do it correctly. So don't be afraid to say that, you know, you got to do a pre-flight. Everybody understands flying machines need pre, uh, pre-flights. Yeah. And let them know maybe when you get your helmet on, you know, you can't really hear them anyway. So if yeah, you see you me can. put the helmet on, just, <clears throat> just, just take, just, I'll take your questions when I land. <laughs> you know. There you go. The middle finger are always pretty effective too. <laughs> oh, come on. No, we don't want to do that. <laughs> no, Ed. But yeah, I mean, we've all been there. Um, there was uh, Jeremy. I, I think it was Jeremy. I'm not sure if it was a question or a statement, but he was talking about new LZs and that either can affect that or he's asking if it can. And I say, uh, you're, yes. you know, you're launching. Anything that has the, the the capability of throwing you off your game or like uh, anything that's new that's introduced can certainly, you know, throw a wrench out or throw a monkey wrench, whatever. What's that statement? You throw a monkey wrench or a wrench, whatever. It can mess you up. So um, just being aware of it, like when I'm going to a new site, I'm kind of already thinking about, okay, this is a new site. And I start thinking about all the things that I know about that site. Um, whether I, I 
probably have a general idea, like by looking at Google Earth or whatever, and um, you know, just kind of get in that mindset. So being aware of it goes a long way. To uh, yeah, this one's this one's got a nice size field on either side of the driveway coming in. The driveway coming in has some trees. Now the trees may be forty feet tall. They're not really tall trees, and right now they don't have any leaves or anything on them. So. It's literally, you just have to get further back in the field so you make sure you're gonna clear the trees. Other than that, there's nothing really in the field. Besides when you land, if you land on the opposite side, for some reason they have these poles sticking out of the ground. You do not wanna run into one. The poles are only about two feet tall, but they're solid concrete. You don't wanna run into one of those. <laughs> you have and this wasn't your first time, right? This was, no, it's not my first time flying. It would have been my first time flying at that particular place. I. I've been there, but didn't take off the last time I went, or this time apparently. Next time I go, I'm going. I'm going to try to get in the air. I'll, I'll say try. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? You will. You trees? will. What now? Were you running toward the trees? Were you? Yes, it was towards the trees, but I had plenty of room to get up before the trees. I mean, the because that the, rotor changes. Yeah, John <laughs> took off before me, and he was up. I'd say two, two or three hundred feet before he even got near the trees. So he cleared them easy. Yeah, being around a lot of trees, I seem to take a lot of rotor that, that does mess up my launches a few times here and there. It just depends on how close I am to them and where the wind's coming from. But. And there's a gap. There's yeah, a, about a 30 foot cool. gap in between a couple of the trees. You can fly right through there if you were too low. I do want to, I do want to say uh, a couple of things. Uh, we have seven likes and 30 people watching. So if uh, you're able to Woo! get up, uh, we definitely appreciate it. And also, too, I noticed that Tori Pope um, put something in the super chat and it automatically flagged it. It said, I blew one tonight and then reset and it was gone. I guess we can't say I blew one. It, it <laughs> Jeez, YouTube moderators. It's all AI. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not one of our mods. It's not one of our mods that did it. It was the computer that automatically checks. Uh, does that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, sorry about that. It's derogatory. Shame on you, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> Tori. So you can't release that message? <laughs> Uh, it didn't look like it allowed me to. I, I didn't. I didn't see it until I um, until I, you know, until I looked over on the super chat. Um, anyway, um, you have been Plus. only flying for what thirty flights, and you haven't been able to because of something. Is that what's going on, Steve? Oh no, you're you're way off. All right, what's been, what's going on? <laughs> my first flight was may 5th of 2022 my second flight was probably may 7th of 2022 my third flight and last flight was september 17th of 2022 oh three not 30 three flights i'm very my motor has two and a half hour 2.6 hours on it and that's your break-in time huh well the break-in time because it took two hours to break it in. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's 4.6 hours. I'll have to look at the mm -hmm. hour meter. But yeah, I've only I've only had one flight and it wasn't that long of a flight. It may have been 45 minutes, I'm guessing. Because I don't like flying with a lot of fuel because it's too freaking heavy already. Putting that much fuel in there, 
and it's it's hard to run with that thing even though the thrust helps a lot I'm, I'm starting to get into the let the thrust push me that helps a lot with the weight exactly so, a lot of new people think that the way it works when we go fly is that it, it to emulate that would be putting on a 70 pound back backpack and then mm -hmm. running the length of a football field absolutely not once you put the backpack on and you lean back into the thrust all you have to do is keep balance and the darn thing is going to be pushing you so there's no running when you see people fail launches and they face plant they're running like they got a backpack on with the thrust aiming down so yeah. when you lean back and you trust the thrust full throttle that thing and all you're doing is keeping your balance you're not running there's no right. effort into this thing uh once you get that dialed in yeah. so and and you only having three flights three i can understand that it, you know you're you're really really super duper new so <laughs> yeah. dang, you're brave too holy crow i would very brave to go out there all by yourself you know and and yeah. do this with your well i mean there was one other guy one other guy that flies well like he's only got eight flights so you know it ain't like he's got a lot but uh, well, you know I'm how many times I would talk myself out of flying in the beginning when I flew by myself because mostly the first year was all by myself and I would just like the winds would be like eight and I'm like no I'm not going if it's under seven I'll go you know so just small things but I, I would say I'm still I don't feel comfortable like going and just flying by myself just take off somewhere and go fly I, I would rather somebody be there just in case something happens I don't want to be, you know, land out in a tree somewhere and be stuck. So, yeah, trust the thrust. I, you know, I'm I'm all about trusting the thrust, but you got to be able to get the wing up and straight first, and that requires a little bit of effort. I'm just I'm I'm out of shape, man. I'm 54, and I I need to get moving around more. So most of the time, I'm working from home, so I, I get very little exercise. So today was the most exercise I've gotten in a while. I was sweating after the second failed launch <laughs> i was sweating i was like man i'm so out of shape <laughs> understood understood well now that i see i thought you i thought it was 30 flights i didn't realize it was three flights i missed the zero apparently so Me that's too. my fault i wish i had that many well that, i'm gonna we'll change there. this we'll year it's going to change this year. I plan on getting a lot more flights in this year. When you told us that you made a boo-boo, I was, you know, and the first thing you talked about was putting the paramotor on a new, you know, something on the back Rack. of your vehicle. I was thinking that the darn thing fell over. Oh, and, oh, man. Sorry. Or like yeah, lost it in transit. Thinking. And oh, yeah, and then, I, then you said that you were doing a forward, it went up, and then when it came back down, I was thinking, okay, it's going to get tangled up. Uh, what one time what happened to me is it fell back and then it fluffed into my muffler and burned a hole about this big into my wing. Ooh, don't wow. let it, don't let it fluff back. The best thing to do is to turn around or immediately kill your engine. I mean, it's when it fluffs behind you. Oh yeah, you got to be really careful with that. Yeah, there, there's a, there's a hitting the muffler. Yes. Yeah, hitting That's that muffler. Yeah, there's a, there's a. There's a time I always, if I have like when I'm kiting, you know, you can save it and stuff. You don't have a motor on your back, but when you're, when you're just, you got the motor on your back and you have a failed attempt and something goes haywire. There was one time if I wouldn't have killed that motor, I mean, it, it wrapped around my prop and it was sucking my hands towards the netting. And I just been, every time something screws up on a launch, it's kill instantly. 
if I want to killed it soon enough, my hand could have went through the prop. It didn't bent the cage and, and then I've already replaced the cage. section, So I've had that happen. Well, that so was the, that's a reminder. When I didn't, when I noticed that I didn't have the brakes, I killed the motor, but I continued walking forward. So I watched the glider go back behind me. So I knew it wasn't going to come down into the, into the exhaust or anything. So I knew that was, I could feel it pull me back when it actually got down low enough anyway. Not really good. Oh, yeah, I've had it pull me back so hard. It you to fall backwards and turtle. So That is true. So if it's I've above your turtled. head, if it's above your head and you're able to turn around, turn around and cut that wing down. Um, too many yeah. people have seen in the past. How, how much do those wings, how much do they weigh? Do they, are they all different? Depends wings? on the size. And they the, weigh different. Yeah. They're yeah, all they relatively pretty light. If you get a new wing, they're relatively light, um, 20 pounds-ish or so. So, I mean, they're not that – when you're all balled up, some are lighter than that, some are heavier. But all in all, they're pretty light. But if they fall down behind you and if there is any breeze at all, you could turtle. So oh, yeah. be very That's careful good. about that. We'll I never thought about that, in the, uh, yeah, about turning it instead of letting it fall. Yeah, yeah, you would think if it falls um, behind you, it's going to pull you down, right? Kind of pull yeah, you down. If there would have been any wind, yeah, there was no wind, so yeah, I didn't, that didn't happen. But yeah, if there was wind, that could have definitely yanked me back. I didn't think about turning yeah. around. I was just yeah. so embarrassed from not having the brakes. I was, just, I was like, "What so, am I doing?" <laughs> it's okay. Uh, just it just from the fly says that anything she says, I'm ignoring her comment. So I apologize. I didn't know you had asked a question, and I still don't see it, but. It was, anyway. I think it was up higher. She think I think she did something similar, like the uh, hers was probably blocked by the program. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, somebody got the B word. So. <laughs> I'm not the only one that's monitoring the chat. So, anyways, um, Lift Paramotor says that his tip of the night is: Did we do this one? I think we did it. Yeah, we did it. Ryan Rides says, hardest skill I learned was to how intentionally get tunnel vision when setting up and pre-flighting. Yeah, that's what it takes. Um, Mad Sloper says, everyone needs to self-evaluate before each flight if you're really in the right state of mind to fly. That's an awesome tip. And uh, have you all heard of the I'm safe checklist? Yeah. I'm safe. Illness, medication, stress, alcohol, fatigue, and emotion. Um, say and, that. Say that. Say that one more time. Yeah. Say that I'm again. Yeah. Say it slow. Yeah. It's. A I'm safe. Illness, stress, alcohol. What am I? M S A. I M S A. Fatigue. Fatigue. And emotion. Emotion. Did I get them all? Yeah, Illness, did, medication. Yeah. Stress, alcohol, fatigue, and emotion. It's a in the private pilot syllabus stuff they train train for. So GA pilots should know that. And I'm yeah, and emotions a big really that can yeah really your, mess you up. your mental state of mind for sure can can mess you up. No doubt. Yeah, it was kind of a it was a surprise. I didn't really plan on flying today, but it was really nice. I thought about it. I was like, no, I need to get this freaking carrier fixed. And then I just happened to see that he was flying. So I said, yeah, I'm going to go do it. Yeah, it was it was rushed. It shouldn't have been. I mean, this sport is not, you know, hey, hurry up and do that. No, it's not. It's not about that. 
But so remember, she... but remember, this was not a fail. This is a very good learning thing that you learned today. No, nothing was broke. Nobody got hurt. You know, um, yeah, you may have been embarrassed, but everybody does it. Don't worry about it. Somebody will do it eventually again. You know, so do saying this on the show helps people that haven't done it yet or that are wanting to get into the sport or are very new also. And you are very new with only three flights, yeah. you know, so don't be embarrassed. This is a really good learning tool. And hopefully what you've done and said on the show will resonate to people uh, that are listening to this and they'll be like, Oh, I really have to make sure that I'm mentally focused. And, you know, like you said, he's had people out there, significant other, the other guy was flying. He was rushed to get up there. I'm going to try to mentally not get rushed. I'm going to try to mentally focus and, and realize that this is my machine. You know, I'm the pilot in command. I don't have to go if I don't want to. So, you know, I'm very glad that you are telling this. This yeah. is a really good thing. Nobody got hurt. No, you didn't burn a hole in your wing. No, like I, like I did online when it fell back. I'll never do that <laughs> one again. So, uh, no. anyway, so so you plan on going out and flying again in the future? Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to fly before the the flying. I'm going to, and but it's in May. I'm going to fly a lot more before then. But the flying in May and on the eastern shore is called Spring Wing. So if anybody's near virginia and wants to come out to that you know everybody's welcome it's may 17th to the 21st so it is um literally you're right in between two bodies of water right there so it's it's absolutely beautiful the the picture behind me is from that area you can't see the water there but the video that i posted um where it says uh soar the shore because I did it in September. So that this fly-in is spring wing in May. And then in September, it's called Soar the Shore. So if you look up Soar the Shore 2022, you'll find it. But uh, Yeah, I yeah. think, uh, I think I don't know what year or what time of the year or what dates I'm saying is uh, Bad Apples. I think it's in May as well. Same time. It's the same. Yeah. So, if, and I realize that a lot of people are like, screw that. I'm going to Bad Apples. Hey, you know, I'm from Georgia. I'd love to go down there, but. It, yeah, that's a long I, drive, man. Long I've been to I've, I get it. Yeah, I've been to Virginia, uh, Virginia Beach, and then the, I think I've seen the aviator, the group aviator. They were in uh, Virginia flying. Virginia yeah, Beach, on like, Virginia oh, Beach, which I don't know how yeah. they did that because that's in a no-fly zone. I, I guess they got clearance somehow. I, yeah, I, I, I told them I was like, man, I didn't know you could fly the beach over there. I, I didn't know when I was stationed uh, in the Marines. I didn't know that. <clears throat> man, I didn't fly then either, so. I wouldn't have flown in, but you know, mm -hmm. I'd, love to, I'd love to definitely do it. I do have a question for you guys. What do you think about new or unexperienced pilots going to fly-ins? Are you afraid to fly around um, a fly-in with new students or new people that are just learning to fly? Does it not bother you? When you take off, do you immediately take off and GTFO out of the, out of the area, or what do you all do? What do you all think? Uh, and that's for you guys too in the super. I, I I don't think it's it, I wasn't because this the second time I went flying down when I was training with Kylo Glee um was a mini flying with Bill H. Bill H was there. He could tell you there was about I mean I'm not gonna say it's like a fly-in. There was maybe twelve to fifteen of us there. 
and we all flew at the same time. I have no, uh, some people like they have a girl that flies with them. She's, she gets a lot of anxiety when there's a lot of people around her. She don't want anybody near her. When she takes off, she's like, everybody get away from me. I'm going off by myself. It doesn't bother me as long as everybody knows to look out for other, other pilots. I'm, I'm good with it. Doesn't bother. Yeah, me. the biggest the biggest flying I went to was Bad Apples, and that was my uh, <clears throat> my second flying that year. So, and that was the most people I've flown with in the sky at, at the same time. And I wasn't really nervous at all. And my thoughts going to it, there was some nervousness, like, wow, it's gonna be weird, it's gonna be different. You know, it's gonna be a lot of people. But kind of how they set it up and what they want you to do, you know, you set your wing up first. Don't bring your gear out there. Set your wing up first. You get it staged up. And then they kind of got the, like the bosses, the volunteer guys doing your best to see that you're ready to go. And they're like, it's pointing at you. So it's like, it's, you don't even have to like, is it my turn to go? He's like pointing right at you. You know, so you usually, it's good once you get up in the sky. I mean, I, I kept my head on a swivel, but I don't have a problem flying with new people or a bunch of people. All right. So is that the question that is it a good idea for new pilots to um, go to pilots? Um, well, it's kind of like, you know, new pilots. Do you feel comfortable going to a flying with a bunch of people and people that do go to fly-ins? Um, are you worried about new pilots flying there that don't have a lot of experience? I know a long time ago you had to have at least your PPG two before you went to a flying, but now they, nobody cares. Yeah, I was pretty new. I was still pretty new uh, last year, and that was in May. Um, I guess that was actually one year to the date I was been flying because that was in this year or last year now, 2022. And then in May 2021, uh, May 1st, 2021 is when I learned. So I was still pretty new. So my first flying, I was really, really uh, apprehensive. And my, there was only 12 people, 12 pilots there. So there wasn't very many, but it was a tight LZ. It was a tight takeoff area. And I had only been flying for two months. So before I got there, I spent, I probably did, uh, I probably did close to 75 flights before I got there, like the month before because I wanted to make sure that I could land and take off without any failure, without any fear of messing something up. And, but that's the biggest fly-in I've ever been to. 12 people, pilots. So Salton Sea is going to be scary for me. And <laughs> uh, wants open to know how I got into paramotoring. Um, I guess the best way to, if I start back at the beginning, when I played little league baseball when I was um, little, obviously. I, mean, I don't you know what way back, man. I'm, yeah, I'm going way back. So <laughs> we're talking in the '70s now. I don't know when ultralights were invented. I'm pretty sure what I saw in the air was an ultralight. Uh, what's up, Steve? And I saw that thing flying, and I think I even tried to look up the price, but internet was like you know, there was no. <laughs> yeah there was no way and i was like it's going to be way too expensive but I, I was like one day i want to do that so skip ahead all the way till i turned 40 years old i decided um a friend of mine asked me did i want to go hang gliding and i was like yeah it sounds like fun now i'm not a big fan of heights i've never i don't like heights it's it's weird because 
if I'm the one in the air, it's not that big a deal. I don't like seeing like people on the side of buildings about to fall off. That makes my hands start sweating. I don't know why, because if it's me, it's okay. Um, before I went hand gliding, though, I did think I think I went parasailing. Um, that was down in the Bahamas. That was nice. But I, I did the hand gliding thing, and then I was thinking, oh, I'm going to buy a hand glider, and I'm going to go fly a hand glider. And then I saw how much the hand glider costs, which is, isn't that bad, honestly. But I didn't want to have to drive an hour and a half to the mountains to go run and jump off a mountain and then get a 15-minute glide down, and you're done. You know, you got to go back up the mountain again. So I let that fade away. And then I bought a drone. I think it was 2006 when the Mavic Pro came out. I went and bought a drone. Love flying the drone, but it was it wasn't enough. I was like, I want to be the one in the air. I don't want to be flying the thing. That's I want to be what's in the air. So I think after that, I started watching videos, and I mean, I've I've seen them all. Tucker got and Kylo Glee, and you name it. I've I've watched a lot of videos. And I decided to uh, book training with Kyle um, and went down there in May and everything went really good. He had a, a few students there. A couple of them have been there many, many times and they still haven't made it in the air. Um, good luck to those Vegas boys. But uh, after that, um, I came back, still didn't have any gear or anything. Um, I don't recommend anybody to go try to buy gear. Like, don't go buy a paramotor and buy a wing and then go get training. That's completely backwards. Go get yep. your training first. No question. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Of that. Guilty? You're guilty? So, yeah. I mean, and, and not, if nothing else, your instructor is going to say, hey, you probably need such and such size wing. You know, you need such and such paramotor. So they're going to help you. You don't want to go and go, well, I probably could just use this or that. That's that's very dangerous. So go get your training first, then worry about the equipment. So after I got back from training here, I guess about a month or later, a month or so, I got some money from where my, my mom's house sold so that it split up between the children. And I just took took it and bought the Factory R Moster 185 and, uh, and the BGD Magic ML Wing. And then I guess I had it for like a week or two, and then that uh sore the shore was coming up went up there and very first attempt right in the air no i mean no anything just i put the wing behind me and took off which was awesome and the wing and the wind was really good so uh it was just my landing with the turtle if y'all ever go to my channel um paramotordude.com it'll take you straight to my youtube look and search through that for the Soar the Shore video. You'll see me fly and act completely ridiculous because I was so excited to be in the air. And then land and turtle on my back. So, Oh, somebody got the turtle picture, right? The turtle of shame? <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody got the picture. Unfortunately, uh, all you get to see is me staring in the sky. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. with, your, with your feet up there doing this number, right? Pretty much. <laughs> I, I, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, when I first started flying, I swore I would not turtle. I would not bump my butt on the ground. I would not bump my butt coming in for a landing. I would not slide in. And my first five flights did them all. Wow. Yeah. I will say May the 4th, you know, May the 4th be with you should have been my first flight um 
I did what a lot of other PPG pilots do. I um, sat too early. I sat too early. I, I think what happened was I may have had the leg straps a little too tight, but I could be wrong about that. Once I you you can feel the weight come off of you, and it feels like it's pulling you up. And I just I don't know if I just automatically leaned back or got scooped into my seat. Nevertheless, I flew about thirty feet right down into the ground. Um, but I leaned forward as much as I could to try to keep the prop from hitting the ground. So I just took maybe a millimeter off the edge of the prop. So Kyle was, you know, I was beating myself. I was really mad at myself for doing that. But he's like, dude, you didn't even make it to the bucket of shame. And he fixed the prop that night. And that's the one I flew the next day. <laughs> that same prop that he repaired. Yeah, I've seen some people do that sitting early thing in training. And man, this guy was, he was older. Older gentleman, I'd say in his 60, 65 or so, maybe even older than that. Guy is an office guy. Yeah, he was in the office a lot. And, you know, didn't get, didn't go out much. He was more of an inside person. And he just wanted to do it for the experience because he didn't plan on buying one after training. But, man, he ran this paramotor out and just gunned it and sat down too early. And, I mean, he just kept going, just ate the ground with his wow. butt cocks. And just kept mashing throttle and didn't give up. And he just eventually, you know, it sucked. It eventually yeah, there, had to, but. There's a sort of short video, that first one. Yeah. Is that, that where you uh, turtled? Yeah, that is where I turtled. <laughs> you can turn the sound off because, yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of people do that. They, and it, and I told myself, because I've watched a million YouTube videos. I was like, I'm never going to sit down. That's not going to happen. But you yeah. It literally feels like you're already in the air, but you're not. You just think you're in the air because yeah. all the weight comes off of you and you can start to feel the wing lift you and you're like, okay, it's good for me to sit in the seat. But you don't realize you're adding all that weight to it when you sit in the seat and then it goes right back down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the, what I, my trick was is that my buddies laughed at some of my videos. On a white uh, screen. Come on, video, work. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> I was white screen over here. Really? There, oh, there, there we go. go. There we go. So one of the things that I've noticed is that students that have the opportunity at their school to tow, they don't sit early. And I really think that I was, if yeah. I was able to tow, I would understand how it feels to be lifted and know the difference from, you know, it just getting solid above you or, you know, actually lifting you up in the air. So towing is very crucial, I think. This this is on the eastern shore. So as you can see, there's plenty. All those are cotton fields. So you can land. I mean, you wouldn't want to land in the cotton field, but you could land anywhere around there. All those other green fields that are over there. Um, I didn't go anywhere near the water, which you can kind of see in this corner of the screen. I don't know why it's playing at two speed. Yeah, my, <clears throat> my, my trick Who's, who's uh, doing this? Will, are you uh, are you doing this? Yeah. So yeah. you want to fast forward to the turtle? Did you optimize? Yeah, you want to go to the last couple minutes if you want to see the Is turtle. Is it not working? Oh, that back up a little bit. That's too far. And not 1123. Um, it's, it's slow on my end. Go. Okay. I'm going to stop. It's and, just uh, a tad bit choppy, that's all. Okay. I'd love, I love, yeah, I have no idea how to do that yet, so. It shows me come in literally. It looks like I'm going maybe two miles an hour at the very end there, and I, I just literally come down and then fell back on my feet, fell back on my back. Turtle. 
Um, the turtle, yeah. I would go to like a le- 10 minute mark, somewhere in there. Obviously, yeah, on the right landing, on. right? Yeah, it's on the landing, but there's a little bit of video. Let's see what you where you're at. Oh, no, a little bit more. You're right there at it. Pre turtle. There we go. This is it. So uh, it's not coming in clear yet, but Corey came out there and he literally gave me the kill sign. He could tell that the wind was bad. He was like, kill it, kill it, land. So that's what I did. And um, coming in right there, you can see this was sort of shore. You can see there's only like eight or 10 cars there at the most. So we need more people. Can you guys see this? It looks like it's... It is very grainy. Grainy. I can't really see anything. It's Yeah, it's fuzzy, well, but I can see. So I'm going forward, and I'm going to kind of turn left right into the wind here. If you right want, I got, I got it queued up if you want me to try it. And then, yeah, yeah it, would be, it would be better if you did it. All right. Yeah, yeah, it'll work. Because I want, I want people to be able to see it. All right. John Wayne said he paid uh, Kyle Glee for broken equipment and he didn't break anything. Oh, there you go. That's much better. He said he paid Kyle extra for broken gear and didn't break anything until he bought his own gear. <laughs> uh, I'm doing a, I'm basically doing a loop around. Um, I was going to land the first time, but I was coming in way too hot and there was another guy about to take off. So I decided to to loop around can you guys see this okay is it clear for yes you guys? it's clear now yeah it's clear, it's yeah what would you do clear. differently your your magic computer engineering skills well, he's on. the host it's um <laughs> oh yeah better on on the host no, my, my internet's usually awful so i'm surprised that it's actually working pretty good it's a little choppy but it's still clear yeah there we oh, go go a little awesome. further you should be able to here comes my turbo light. Yeah, the I had one of those um, Guardian Angel strobe lights. It was just magnetically stuck to one of my Velcro, and it popped off as soon as I hit the ground. <laughs> Went flying forward. I've done see, that with my cell phone. Dropped it see right. See him come out here in a second, and he's doing the whole kill it, kill it. Yeah, right there, he's walking out in the field and telling me to kill it. So I'm like, okay, I guess I better land. So we're going directly into the wind? Yeah, the wind the wind right now is at me, but right around those trees is coming from the left over to the right. So I kind of, yeah, I kind of curved a little bit. You'll see I start going really slow right here because I'm into the wind. And I'm flaring, but it's not doing anything. There goes the strobe light. And then, boom, feet right up in the air. (laughs) And there's a plane. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey man how often do i get out and kite i try to kite when i can mad slow but the last time i tried to go out and kite it was like oh this is a perfect win i went out and then boom here comes the rainstorm as soon as i started kiting the rainstorm hit but um yeah as soon as the weather is decent which it is now if we get a little bit of wind i'm going out and kiting some more i love to kite my wing so i i got a question for you <clears throat> When you came in for that landing, why mm-hmm. why did we why did we turtle? I don't understand. What did the wind catch you and bring you backwards? Or no, just... no. What happened? The way I came down, I was kind of on my knees a little bit, and I wasn't prepared for the weight of the motor. So as soon as the wing started to come down, the weight hit me, and and I instantly fell backwards. 
Okay. Things pretty heavy. <laughs> okay, you were on your knees. Okay, I got. Yeah, you. I was on my knees. Yeah, if I was on my feet, I, I still could have turtled, I guess. But yeah, I was on. I was on my <clears> knees, kinda. Yeah, I had a landing in the beginning where I came in and I wasn't like pressing my chest out, foot forward. I was just kind of relaxed and comfortable, and probably halfway still on my seat. And I put my foot down, and it was probably with my motor's got a bumper on it, which also helps as like a kickstand. Uh, but that kind of saved me from turtling almost because as soon as the bumper hit, it kind of popped me back up. But potentially it would have turtled that one because I didn't lean forward enough. And that's I always try to make sure I lean a little forward and step my foot out. So that way I, <clears throat> I can try to prevent from turtling. But I've came close. Gotcha. It is almost eight o'clock. And something that we're going to try this year is to only do an hour podcast. Um, I have some people that say, thank you for doing three hours because I'm a over the road guy and I, it, it just takes the time. I, I just love it. Some people are like, you know, who, who really listens more than an hour? So we're going to try to do just an hour podcast this year, see how everything works. Um, Linda has no glasses on, so I guess that means it's thumbnail time. I don't know why. I, I, I meant to mention that earlier. going dark and light in the background. Does it look dark behind me? And then... It seems like when I put my glasses on, like it, it lights up. Whoa, look at all that. Whoa, what happened? Oh, no. <laughs> it's all like glare. <laughs> it's all dark back there. I don't know why. No, it's all good. It looks fine. I don't even have the TV on tonight. You should be proud of yeah, me. Yeah, I did, I did this number, and I like did that. It's like, oh, I see your glasses are off. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, I'm ready. All right, so you're taking your glasses off. Grandpa's putting his on. Okay. Oh, I, got, I got some reading glasses I could throw on. I got them. I'm just doing this because this is what you know she takes hers off so I was like hey you know it's okay <laughs> you all ready yeah yep. okay so one two three we got it the first picture of season four on PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast TV.com and Paris I put my glasses on and the screen is light, <clears throat> lighting up in the back. Well, you That's got a lot of glare on your glasses. I, I have a ghost. It's like <clears throat> it's There's a ghost in my apartment. That's what it is. It's the ghost. You got your t you got your TV on? Nope. No, maybe it was a, my TV's on and I can see the, the light change on my screen. Yeah, no. That's what I'm telling you. It's it's the Christmas ghost. <laughs> Came back. Uh, it could be it could be when the computer screen they, cuts over different got one minute left we yeah. want to give away oh. we want to give away a calendar okay. Jimmy, the calendars they're not here yet but as soon as they are i'm going to send some calendars out so who wants a free calendar how are we going to do this uh scuba steve um come up with a question to ask the super chat and whoever answers it first wins but Put the put the answer here in the chat so we know what it is. So we're watching the super chat. So okay. While we're waiting for his question, I I just been wanting to show you guys this new cool bracelet my grandmother got me for Christmas. I never thought it's a paracord bracelet. Yeah. But she's like, because you fly, you know, I wanted you to have a safety something safety. But it actually, if I give it the camera right. It's this little latch down here at the bottom comes off. If I can get it off in time, now, there it is. it's a lot easier when when I'm looking at it, but trying to do it for the screen. And then right. it's a knife. Oh, a knife. got a knife. 
this is a yeah. knife. <laughs> yeah. It's a baby knife, but I mean, it, you know, it might need sharpened, but I, I thought I was, that was pretty cool. I was waiting for Walter to say, that's not a knife. <laughs> I have a Rambo knife, but, you know, I can't carry that one. Right. Remember, it's the chat here, Steve, not the super chat. We don't want to give them the, uh, the question or the answer. There. That's an easy one for anybody that follows paramotoring okay. a lot. They would okay. know. Okay. Well, go ahead and ask the question. And the first person that uses this answer wins a calendar. So, Scuba Steve, it's your show. Ask the question. All right. The question is, what city and state does Kyle O'Glee live in and train? I know what I mean. There's a little bit of a lag, as you can see. Well, of course, there's a lag. Well, Bill's going to know right off the bat, but hopefully other people know. Bill H wins almost everything. And if John Wayne wins... John always says, send it to Bill. Oh, look, we have an answer. Right. Oh, I, see yeah. duck spit. I see duck spit. I right see off the bat. John Wayne. John Wayne, maybe. Yeah, but the first person was duck spit PPG. Oh, I see duck spit now. Yeah. Duck spit PPG. All you got to do is go over to paramotorarkansas.com. <laughs> make, a free, make a free account. So he lives. Not done so already. Lives in Springfield, but it flies. Winners.com. <laughs> Fill that out, and we'll send you a calendar, a paramotor calendar, as soon as we get it from Canada Post. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yay, also, too, also, too, um, Duck Spit. That just sounds funny, Duck Spit. I, mean, I, 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 want, I like Daffy Duck's brother. I, I want to... <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. I want to know how we got duck spit PPG. So when you so text me tomorrow, my phone number is five zero one seven four seven three five five eight. Do I do duck spit? I I always thought just llamas spit. Don't know if they spit or swallow. It's, <laughs> I don't ask them that. <laughs> So duck spit, uh, do me a favor, just uh, uh, text me sometime tomorrow, uh, 501-747-3558. Go to podcastwinners.com, fill that out. Oh, okay, now I, I see. Okay. Hi, Nick. Oh, Michael's thing. <laughs> and uh, congratulations. Scuba Steve, sir. Love it. So Love very it. much for being the guest. Oh, thanks, though- thanks for having me. Even though you've been on the on what the the panel for what months? I mean, pond. now you got the duck talking. <laughs> been on the, the pond. Been on panel. the pond for a while, man. Pond oh, panel. y'all quack me up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Kyle technically does live in Shangalu, but the airport is literally like a mile from his house. I mean, come on. It's, I thought it was. I was going to say Shreveport. Just, but I don't all know why we I was got to do is well, was yeah, Shreveport is where we flew into, but it's he's quite a while a ways from Shreveport. It's about a forty-five minute ride from Shreveport. Excellent. So Nick, just give me a call and uh, you know let me know how you got that duck spit PPG. I think that's pretty cool. Um, once again, thank you so much, Scuba Steve. We appreciate you. Uh, go over to paramotordude.com to learn more about Paramotor Steve. Jim from Canada. He runs carepp.com and he helps us out. There's a QR code. 
go over to carepp.com and use the code PPG Grandpa, you get 10% off anything that you order through him. We've got Michael Crotchet on the panel. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Linda Thank Anderson, you. she's our PR girl. And we got Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. So with that note, happy new year. Welcome to season four of, of uh, PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. And with that, we're done. So here's a very short after show because we do have them, some things that we want to say. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Night show, tomorrow night show. Yes, Will, go ahead. Yeah, we got uh, so uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday, eight p.m. Shane, Mark, and I get together. It's a uh, podcast, and it's called Paramotor Hangout. Tomorrow night, we got Brian Golf, the U.S. importer for Mac Para. So check it out. Excellent. PPGShane.com will take you there. PPGShane.com. And uh, then on Wednesday, we got uh, paramotorgirl.com. Thursday, Linda. Oh, hello. Um, yes, <laughs> paraglidingtalk.com on Thursday night with your host, Robert Michaels. My awesome is son. Yep, you guys all be there on Thursday night. Super, super fun. Yeah. Um, I hate to be the I, other son. I know. I, I, I hear that all the time. I'm like, oh. You didn't um, tell me who the what chatters who the chatters were in the chatter room tonight, because well, I always like to shout out to everybody and tell you know. And we, we have a New Year's resolution now. Yeah, we just didn't do a spinning wheel of winning. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't the calendar. But thank yeah, what, you, chatters. What, what is our new, yeah? What is our New Year's resolution? Who fly has more. Fly more. I'm definitely gonna fly more. Fly more. And probably get some more. Fly more. <laughs> well, I mean. I just haven't been able to fly lately, and it's just because of the chain of events that's been occurring, and me having the kids. She's like, "You can go fly, Dad. I would fly." I said, "Yeah, it's just, you know, it's the less time I get to spend with you. I can always fly another day." So, there you go. excellent. Yeah, I, I think that um, flying more is definitely a good New Year's resolution. It's not because we don't want to fly more. We we really do want to fly more. Yes. Um, also, too, for people that don't know. Um, we have started a new uh, nonprofit organization to help disabled veterans uh, get gear once they get training. Now we know that Resurgence PPG gets uh, people trained, disabled vets, but they don't have the gear. So we're stepping in to help Resurgence PPG and uh, disabled vets get gear once they get uh, proper training from a reputable school. So we'll be doing that. Um, We already filed. Uh, we're just waiting for our letter from the IRS to give us the nonprofit stat or the um, tax exempt stat. Oh, oh, Sean, yeah, uh, maybe I'll call you um, after the show or tomorrow. Um, try to set up that handle for me. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, I mean, you won it last year. i don't want to wait another year no i don't want to wait another year um any anything else before we uh kill the live stream and uh audio and go to a private little chat Hmm. yeah this was fun what you got scuba say it yeah what what is the takeaway scuba uh steve from from what you learned today what is the takeaway from this fly safe never get complacent always double and triple check your gear before you take off i i should have known 
to check to make sure the brakes were in my hand. That's going to be a new thing on my checklist. Besides checking the roads are clear and the brakes are clear, brakes in hand. <laughs> That's going to be another go. one that I add to the list. <laughs> That's good. And I don't think it's complacency because, you know, you're just a very new student. So yeah. it's it's definitely not complacency. You, you, don't, you just you don't really have to be <clears throat> too long. I think as long as you can make a mistake and be safe about it and not hurt yourself, I think it's a great opportunity to take away some positive stuff from it. So, yeah, I agree. Definitely. Anything that you learn, whether you get hurt or not, you know, it's, it's just a learning opportunity. Everything that we do is a learning opportunity. And that's why we do these podcasts, guys. You know, it's a learning opportunity. We're able to tell you what's going on in our life. And what we've done as far as paramotoring, and we're trying to help you guys out too. So hopefully you don't get caught in the same situation. I think this is great, Steve. It's not embarrassing, like we all said. We've done it. Yeah. It's no big deal. You know, we've butt yeah, landed. Don't be embarrassed. We've we skidded in. We've uh, dropped the brakes sometimes. We've flared too soon and ballooned back up. Sometimes we don't flare quick enough and we slide in. But the good thing about a paramotor is we're only doing about 25 miles an hour. It's like falling off a moped or a bicycle. You know, it's not too horrible thing. <clears throat> Never trust a skinny chef saying said no more lines around my feet on takeoff. Dang, <laughs> man. That, brought, that video brought so much joy to so many people, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> that was very interesting. I, the first time I saw it, though, I had to, like, rewind and look at it, rewind and look at it. I'm like, he had to on the lines. That was like, yeah. 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 So, done that too when john face planted earlier you know he did the the whole flare balloon thing and he came down and he face planted i've i've never seen anybody stay laying on their face for so long you just just taking it just literally was (laughs) laying face first in the dirt and didn't move i was like is he hurt (laughs) right nobody saw this Nobody saw that, right? I posted one. It's called the best paramotor crash ever. Um, Let me go ahead and pull it. It's also good to to watch crashes and learn from them. Other people making mistakes. Absolutely. Let me share with this real quick um, before you guys go, because this is a very interesting crash. And we'll... We'll uh, leave it on this note. Let me go ahead and go here and share. All right. So if you haven't seen this one, um, how many views do we get on this? 16,000 views. All right. So here we go. Best paramotor crash ever. And it kind of sounds exactly like what your friend just did tonight. Oh, okay. Coming in. This is not me. This is one of the students. Flared too much, ballooned up, held it, held it, and Ooh, that's a high drive. And oh, <laughs> and oh, oh, that's almost identical to it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. When and you, you said your friend was having problems, you were the flare. Yeah. Yeah. And if that you know, right bothered. here on his on his helmet, there's a big <clears throat> dent. And he walked that away. From it. Prop, was it? He walked away from it without any issues at all he had a big dent on it and he's like thank god i wear a helmet so for those of you out there that think oh i don't need a helmet <laughs> you might 
It's usually yeah. on takeoff and landing that it comes in handy. Yeah, or or something <clears throat> through your prop as you're doing some low acro and you're like, boom. Not to say that it ever happened to me, but yes, it did. And thank God I had a helmet. <laughs> but um, anyways, guys, uh, thank you again for watching. This is season four of PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, clearproptv, paratalk.org. And uh, we love you guys. Definitely fly safe. Scuba Steve, thank you again so much. Glad that you're on the panel forever. Michael, thank you again. Uh, shout thank out you. to Emergence PPG and Project Airtime. Uh, Jim, thank you so much again for helping us out with the calendars. And once they get here, we're going to send them all out to you guys. Linda, thank you for helping us book. We got people booked all the way to <clears throat> So thank you very much for that. Will Fly, thank you for everything that you do, um, including uh, helping out and being on the board of the new runintothesky.org that's going to help with uh, disabled veterans getting proper gear after training. Y'all have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow at ppgshane.com, Wednesday over at paramotorgirl.com, Thursday at paraglidingtalk.com, and also don't forget, um, fly safe. And uh, time flies just like paramotor pilots. There you go. <laughs> That's our next T-shirt. Right. Uh, you, you guys stay here. We're going to kill all the streams. And we're going to talk a little bit privately before um, we head on out. So thank you guys again. We appreciate y'all. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Uh, great, wonderful, amazing podcast. Thank you guys. Yeah. Um, absolutely loved it. And now we're just doing the uh audio so anything that we want to say audio wise for the people that are still listening for the audio any anything do we want to well, do I think are we gonna give we doing codes and giveaways next yeah we'll just show? do a code um okay how about this how about this the first person that hears this and text me 501-747-3558 text me the name scuba steve the first person that does it i'll send them out a free uh, paramotor uh, calendar. Uh, just go to podcastwinners.com, fill that all out. Obviously, text me, Scuba Steve, and we'll send you out one. Have a wonderful nice. and like Happy that. New Year. Happy I think New any Year. podcast or any one of these shows where somebody can learn something that may keep them from getting hurt is really important. That's why I like that this show you know, is it's every week. And anything that happens to us, we can share it with everybody else so that they may make an informed decision in the future to keep them from having the same problem. You know, I, I, I really enjoy that about this whole sport. Absolutely. Hey, Jim. Yes, sir. Um, the first. OK, if so, if somebody already texts me Scuba Steve and gets that paramotor calendar. Uh, the first person that uh, texts me if Scuba Steve's already taken um carepp.com i'll send them a calendar also nice and if you go to carepp <clears throat> don't forget you can go there and use the code ppg grandpa and get 10 percent off all right y'all peace out and don't forget time flies so do paramotor pilots go to paramotorarkansas.com if you want to fly peace good night all right, so now right. we are clear. And now it's all about us and <laughs> private